Pod 15. Pod 15. I'm ready for it. Our, um, our pseudo pod. This is our first uh, double pod in a week, so really yeah. exciting. We also did some changes to the sound, too, so uh, for those of who have listened to at least more than one podcast, we'll definitely hear it. Yeah, because up until now, I was in either the left or the right ear, and Z was in the other ear, mm-hmm. but now... We should be both be in both earballs. Coming to you live from both eardrums. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. How you been, Z? Hold on. Feeling good. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear how we harmonize? That was crazy. Hey, hey, hey. one of these days we might just drop the pod, just create an album, maybe. Acapella group. Yeah, we may just do something like that. Shooby dooby doo up. Yeah, take out all of our money. I'm with it. Hey, man, I'm down for whatever, man. Down for whatever, dude. Whatever, man. Whatever flows your boat is gonna scope. This is really exciting. Pod 15, we got. uh, I feel like we're, we're really hitting our stride here. Yeah. We sound better, we feel better now. It's just like less thoughts going on in our heads as we record. Yeah. I feel at home Mm -hmm. speaking in the microphone, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean... Rhyming on your free time now? Did I I just rhyme? Mm -hmm. Yeah, look at you. You Feel at home on a mic? Yeah, Yeah, dude. Don't even know. Mic on the mic. Mic on the mic. Coming to you live and in charge. Mic on the mic. So yeah, how you doing? Doing fantastic today. Um, first time I got a decent amount of sleep before pod. Usually I get like, minimal stressed out. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a stressed out thing or what, but before I record the pod, I just feel like I just have trouble getting to sleep. So tonight I got a decent amount of sleep. I think uh, daylight savings helped a little bit, put me to sleep a little earlier. Oh yeah, that was nice. It was mm-hmm. uh. Mm-hmm crazy yesterday it was like pitch black at 5 30 it's pretty depressing yeah it is but that extra hour helps mm-hmm. yeah. um your See, ipad's on the way right oh yeah this is really exciting also the most exciting thing to happen to me this week finally my <laughs> ipad is coming in i've been relentlessly watching the screen just hitting refresh every 25 minutes waiting uh, that's why I hate ordering things online. Cause if they don't show up in like two days, I'm just going to be all over it. Just waiting for it. So it's on route now. Um, actually, no, actually it's on, um, it's preparing to ship. So for the past two weeks, it's just been saying, uh, it's like preparing uh, and then now it's on preparing to ship. Okay. It's one of the newest ones. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. 120 Hertz. That's what I'm really excited for. Are you going to play Fortnite on it? Maybe one time just to like yeah. see. But I feel like it's just a little... I'm not really going full mobile, Can mobile you get, gaming. Do they have like remotes? Like yeah, controls? you can connect the the like traditional controllers to it. Oh. But now I think about it, I don't even think I can play Fortnite on it because still they're having the like whole embargo. Oh, yeah. yeah so. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we broke it here on Pod. Yeah, that happened right when we started. Yeah, I was like Pod 2, Pod 3. Um yeah, as you guys who don't know, Fortnite and um, well, Epic Games and Apple are having a problem, like a lot of other companies, that they're just getting over. Crazy beef. Yeah, they're just getting charged just to have their apps on the site. So if you download it, they'll put in like an extra charge that goes to Apple. Where if you cut out that middleman, it's a little bit cheaper. So right now, all Epic Games are not on the App Store, including Fortnite whack mm-hmm. so i probably won't be playing that but yeah try some games though because that is a 120 hertz right? i know that's fresh i know that's a lot that's faster a fresh ass for a fresh rate bro i know it's faster than um like uh usually most screens right now are 60 hertz that you're watching on right now probably like 90 percent of people have 60 hertz yeah so it's just like the smoothness of the screen you said when I was I was gonna pick you up in front of Best Buy. Oh. You said you were looking at the two forty hertz. Yeah, I was looking at a two hundred forty hertz screen, which was pretty absurd. 
Yeah. Like, yo, this is because at first you don't really realize what the difference is, and most people won't because most yeah. people haven't seen them before. But once you really start looking at it, you're like, wow, I'm really missing out. Like, were you able to like see like a 120 versus a 240? Nah, like, so you side can, by side. Well, what you can do is you go onto this. I think it's called like, uh, what was the name of this thing? Well. I'll find it in a little bit, but it's pretty much just a website that literally can show you the difference between the refresh rates of that, like screens that you have. I think it was like Acorn or something like that, or uh, Turbo, or something but like, like up that. to what your yeah. So whatever, yeah. Doing, so then it'll yeah. show you like, okay, well, this is something at thirty hertz, mm-hmm. fifteen hertz, and then this is like your screen at sixty hertz. <laughs> so that was a good way of like being able to differentiate. Yeah. That was cool. I got to check that out. I bet it's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a big part of um, just like little, little things that people don't know they're missing out on. So PS5 on a 240 hertz fucking screen. Yeah. yeah. The PS5, it they say it can do 120 frames. So if you get 120 frames, 120 hertz, you're looking at a pretty nice, yeah. nice gaming experience. But a lot of people don't even know. Or use anything like that, you know? So Yeah. That's the only reason I ended up going for that iPad. But if you're not looking for anything that powerful for a screen or anything like that, iPad Air is just as good. Anything else? Nah, not New much. This week? Yeah, I had a pretty not boring much. week, too. Yeah, what'd you get up to? I mean, a, like... Relatively boring. Compared to last week when I had, like, the wedding and oh, all yeah, that shit going on. Week. Yeah, the, this week was, like, nothing. Um... I am excited for the PS5 coming out in like two weeks, I think, right? The 13th? Yeah. I think something um, like that. I'm probably going to be getting one like once they're available. Because mm. I pre-ordered the Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and I got the version that like... Comes with a, with a PS5? PS5 version of it. So uh, you, could, you could get like the $60 one, and that would just be for the PS4. But then I got that seven or whatever seventy dollars, mm-hmm. and so I get the PS4 version and the PS5. When the PS5 comes out, you'll be able to switch. Yeah. See, that's what a lot of um, they should always do. A lot of them they don't even do that. They'll just have. Nah. I think that it's like a new thing. Yeah, like if you go for 2K, it's weird. Like I don't even play 2K, but a lot of people were upset at the fact that you pay seventy dollars to get the PS4 2K but you don't get the ps5 version so it's like well i know i'm gonna buy the ps5 and i just want to play it now but they won't let you upgrade to the same one so if you get the like premium kobe edition right yeah 2k you don't get the same premium kobe edition yeah 2k on that's like similar to the osborne effect isn't it because it's like i mean they're missing out on they could be potentially missing out on sales because people are waiting yeah, to for get the next, the next system. Yeah. So they'll try that's where they'll like the um where uh call call of duty is kind of covering both bases. Yeah. So that they don't get people who just end up waiting until right. they get PS fives to buy the the newest Call of Duty. Yeah. That was pretty smart i feel like it is smart which is which i thought it was stupid for of 2k because then a lot of people are just gonna be like all right whatever 2k doesn't change that much year to year call of duty changes more because yeah. it changes completely different developers Plus, if you think about like say 2k does come out and then people are like oh it's trash like mm-hmm. then all the people that they are like already lost oh yeah the definitely sale won't even get it afterwards yeah. so definitely aren't gonna be looking to that so Activision or whatever mm-hmm. did a yeah, so that smart is, move there. They did. And it's crazy that it's just how the Osborne effect just literally affects all of our lives every yeah. day. But we just don't even realize. Um, Good yeah, work. so I'm excited for fucking Call of Duty. Been drinking some more clean mate. Fucking mm-hmm. ran out of that like a couple days ago, I think. I'm actually really into the mate. Me too. Just because it's... It's got good caffeine in so it. So it's pretty much just a more caffeinated tea. Yeah. And it tastes better. It tastes great. Yeah. No, it's what it's more refreshing, too. Because I mm-hmm. feel like when I drink coffee, it's just... I don't know what it is about it. I think it's just, like, the flavor of it is just heavier. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, fe- it doesn't taste as... Re- it's not refreshing. And it can fuck with your stomach and shit, so... Mm. 
Mm. And that clean cause is just a good cause. Mm. So Yeah, I read recently about coffee um that uh a lot of people or people who are pretty much just addicted to coffee have to drink it every day because they feel as if like they just can't get started or whatever or they just feel mm-hmm. tired. It's uh not necessarily them feeling tired, but it's just that they're having like an acute withdrawal of caffeine. Oh yeah. Where you have to like drink more of it just to even right. feel good, you know you what I mean? Bro. Yeah, they're uh, you're definitely hurting. <laughs> Most people are with the coffee. We should make a new t shirt saying I'm straight up hurting till I get my coffee in the morning, bro. Yeah, only like or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that you know, sounded real. A smooth. little more yeah. concise, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I get the vision, bro. I get the vision. I get the vision. It's just that's a rough draft. On into yeah. the back, like goes all around. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a rough draft. We'll, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. That'll be our first merch. Yeah, but that would be something mad, long-winded, and yeah. convoluted. Like I know you're definitely hurting in your mornings when you just don't get that great fresh brew of coffee, right? <laughs> right yeah bad like long-winded but yeah i've been sipping on some mate uh we look today for a bigger table to mm-hmm. no real avail yeah because for you guys who don't know a lot of you probably don't do podcasts whatever you just listen to a lot of them but um it's just kind of like a funny thing that all people i guess in the podcast world just say the bigger your table the more successful your podcast is or yeah the and we got a small table is. right now. Yes, yeah, so we got a little tiny itty if you've bitty seen table. So our YouTube videos, it's like we're practically kissing. So mm-hmm. we definitely Which like isn't that bad, but like not all the time. Like we need a slightly bigger table, right? So yeah, we want to get a bigger table. <laughs> um because we think that's the next step in mm-hmm. the growth of the podcast. Oh, yeah. The larger our table, the bigger we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until one day we'll just have a massive table where can't even be hear a mile you. Apart, well, I mean, yeah. we could always hear each other. Yeah, but we could talk in like a can with a, a string attached. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, other than that, just I think I'm gonna be registering for classes soon. Or oh yeah, looking yeah. to see what that looks like. Um, and yeah, I just meditated like a half hour ago. Yeah, and I tried something. So I read on maybe Twitter mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, if you like, say you were laying down on the floor there, okay, and you put your legs up, okay, and you just keep them up for like twenty minutes, it's supposed to like really help your digestion and your blood circulation. Interesting. So I tried meditating while doing mm-hmm. that, How and do you my do? my feet fell asleep, and they were like mm-hmm. tingling and stuff. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm circulating better. You circulated. I think I'm. Uh, what's the word for menstruating? Menstruating. Yeah, I'm menstruating. Oh, okay. Now. Oh, all right, all right. Menstruation. Mm-hmm. All right. So this has been a productive day then for yeah, you. Yeah. No, I've never menstruated before, but I don't know. I feel super healthy now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Maybe I think. Well, then you're recommending menstruation for. Yeah. So lift your legs up and menstruate, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. Okay. okay. And um, meditate because meditating is good. For meditating your, more so. I think I'll t- I'll think I'll dabble on that, but yeah, right. Definitely meditating is the probably the more important out of the two. But yeah, it was a fun thing to try. It seems like it. I don't know. Meditation is good in general. I feel like just to calm your mind. It's just really ridiculous. Some days it's just like. For for me at least, just getting away from the cell phones and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Oh gosh! Like so often, do you just like go to an app, refresh, close it, scroll, 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 scroll? scroll. All right, this app isn't doing it. Close Instagram. All right, back to Instagram. I was late there. I know. Just rabbit hole yourself. So definitely get out and do something else. I would. I would definitely recommend reading or uh, or meditation. Yeah, meditating is good. Just like overall too, because you learn to approach situations more mindfully mm-hmm. is mindfully a word yeah probably mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a good skill to work on every mm-hmm. now and again 
<sighs> so we got a few interesting uh, newsworthy topics coming in. Or big stories in the news that uh, we found interesting. Yeah, this uh, isn't necessarily news because this happened a few years ago. Yeah, but, but today is more just like a pod. It's um, we're trying something a little different too because we usually only record it once a week. So we're trying to get ourselves to the point where we can record twice a week. So this will be um one of our first Monday episodes. Usually we record Thursdays, but today's one of the first Monday episodes. We're just getting at it. Yeah, we're gonna on try a Monday. So we don't know how the Monday's um, podcast are going to look in the future, but um, yeah, so we're going to try a couple things out today and see what works and what doesn't, and then uh, we'll work from there. Yes, so we got uh, three main articles. Uh, Today, we're still going to hit our uh, existential questions, and we're also touch on our... um, the fruit basket bracket that's been going on for a few Woo-hoo. weeks now. So, yeah, my most favorite fruit basket. segment. Yeah, so I want to get um, coconut, like a coconut bra. No, it has to be something else because we don't have the coconut. Uh, Unless okay, you're well, really feeling the coconut bra, then. Yeah, I mean, well, if I get a coconut bra and I also get like a fruit hat, like with bananas and yeah, all, that'll all connect. Yeah. That'll connect. Bananas, mangoes. So I'll work on that. Watermelons. Um, first thing I want to cover today uh, has to do with Canada and laws around overdosing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, for those of you who may not know, I think the United... I don't know if it's like a state-by-state state thing, but certain places... It might be all country, but... There's like a law, I forget what it's called, but if someone overdoses, you can call the cops and they can come and save you and they're like not supposed to look around or make any arrests for like possession stuff. You get what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, I'm just looking into what it's called. Oh, you mean the Good Samaritan law? Yeah, yeah. Um... So that's in the United States. I don't know if it's everywhere, but they also have it in Canada. Um, but apparently, for some reason, uh, it's not being followed all the time. Mm. Um, so in May 2017, Christopher Van Camp was rushed to the hospital by ambulance where he proceeded to spend five days in a coma before being slapped in handcuffs. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he overdosed, he went into a coma and then he was arrested once he woke up. Um, but Van Camp should never have been sent back to jail, said some name I can't pronounce. Um, because Canada, Canada's Good Samaritan Drug Overdose Act came into force just weeks before he took a toxic combination of benzodiazepines, fentanyl-laced cocaine, cannabis, and amphetamines. Hmm. Ain't that a cocktail? Yeah, That'll a- fucking get you to the hospital right quick. That's a lot of stuff to just be. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's really crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's not even, and some of these aren't even just like the regular version of it. Like he had fentanyl-laced cocaine. Yeah. Like not even just regular cocaine. Right. That's like a big... Uh, issue right now too Mm. i see a lot of people uh giving out test kits there's like harm reduction groups that give out test kits for testing cocaine because people are putting fentanyl in people's cocaine and like Mm. people who do cocaine don't have any opiate uh tolerance Mm. so like any amount of fentanyl will have fucked them up Mm. possibly kill them Mm. um so yeah he got arrested out of out of uh when he was in the coma and then um he was murdered in his jail cell what this is weeks after the fucking the law would that would have protected him went into force but like for some reason or another it wasn't communicated to the police or i don't know or it was before like it was fully enacted maybe um okay so let me get this straight he was, he took these drugs. Yes. And went into a coma. Mm-hmm. And the police found him and then arrested him for 
taking those drugs and having them in his possession. Yeah. And then in his jail cell, he ended up being killed. Yep. Huh. So, also, let me just... I'm, I think this would also uh, interesting just to frame the the whole idea. So, what we're talking about is the Good Samaritan laws. So, they're pretty much just policies um, uh, protecting individuals like who call for emergency assistance in the event of a drug overdose. Uh, it, it will generally just protect them from arrest or persecution for, pro- for crimes related to the drug possession, drug paraphernalia, and other crimes. So, this guy definitely would have been protected under that law. But it's really unfortunate that he ended up being arrested and murdered. Right, yeah. So, it's crazy because, you know, that law was instated so that lives are saved. Because before this law, or like before the existence of this law, like people who overdosed they would just like leave them because they didn't want to get in trouble or like you know they would call the cops and then like run away Mm. and like not be able to care for the person Mm. um so i mean there was a quote in the article it says you don't have police showing up for someone with a heart attack so why exactly are they showing up at an overdose scenes and collecting Mm. information that's true so it's like it's a health issue Mm. and it's even a mental health issue Mm -hmm. if you get down to it no and that's what's really interesting about because this really brings it back for what we've talked about a lot on the podcast and past pods about how when people speak on defunding the police they're not talking about just taking away their guns or taking away their power but it's situations like this where police aren't necessarily needed to be sent to a crime scene or sent to a scene because under the good Samaritan law, it allows for people who do overdose that the police don't show up and try to persecute them for overdosing. Yeah. It should be something where, as you said, it's a mental health issue and they should be brought to the hospital and then be cared for as, and taken care of the mental health side of it, not the law behind it. Right, and it's crazy to me. This this is a very extreme example, but he yeah. they they brought him to the hospital, and he was in a coma for five days. The cops just like waiting there, like mm. I don't know. Mm. But um, also in the article it says three years later, with the Canadian overdose crisis on track for its deadliest year yet, experts say the confusion and uncertainty sowed by the law is undermining its effectiveness. Mm. So it seems to me like people are just confused about the law. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people on the streets are confused about the law and still mm-hmm. are like afraid to call, you know. Mm-hmm. But I guess even the law enforcement are, mm. is confused about it, which is unfortunate and yeah. confusing to me. Mm. Um, but I think we have laws like that here. Um, I think it's a good law. No, I definitely think it is, too. I don't think... I just think that uh, the way that the laws are handled are sometimes the problem. Because in this guy's case, he definitely should have been taken to a hospital or, like, a mental health facility. Yeah. I mean... And not to jail. Because it doesn't really help... Like, the thing that I, I have a problem with our jailing system is that it doesn't really help reform. It just helps with penalty. So it's like, you, yeah, you go to jail and, yeah, when you get out, like, you try to make a different life for yourself. But if you never try to teach somebody anything different or help them become something different, then when you let them out, they're just going to be the same thing. Right. They are, like, making strides towards that with... Mm-hmm. prison reform and getting like classrooms in prisons and mm. you know helping people uh readapt to society once mm-hmm. out of prison and stuff so prison life is no joke no it's no joke it's crazy Feel bad yeah um but yeah thought this was interesting to touch upon mm. <sighs> oh yeah <laughs> 
on a lighter note, <laughs> uh, it. I read a little bit about something called the Wiz app. Okay. Uh, the Educate Wiz app. Me. Educate me. Pitches itself as a solution that gives give gig workers peace of mind with hassle-free okay. access to restroom facilities. Mm-hmm. The gist of it is simple. Travelers, gig economy workers, and soccer moms can sign up to use the app and partner restaurants let Wiz users use their bathrooms. So yeah, it's basically an, like a... What can I compare it to? It's basically like maps or like... Um, yeah, it's like maps for like going like pee. Like Airbnb for bathrooms? Yeah. Um... I thought this was really interesting. Just because it's app, so it's the bathroom app. Yeah, <clears throat> bathroom app to um, to sell people. Well, how are they making money? That's my thing. Like, according to the app's website, in exchange, Wiz offers free advertisement for any restaurant who allows Wiz essential partners to use their restaurant restrooms during the COVID nineteen crisis. Mm. Um, yeah, how do they make money? Well, they they are getting paid by the restaurants pretty much in the restaurant and then the Wiz app will give them oh, advertisement. See, that's weird. What first comes into my mind like reading this, uh I don't know, it's not that hard to find bathrooms. No. Nah, I well, mean, maybe for in us, certain areas. Yeah, cuz we Living in like a big city. Yeah, people. but like I feel like if if you're in the country, just like you Go can outside. find yeah outside peeing. I know that's illegal, but gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you know, you ever pee in a bottle? Yeah, actually. Yeah, and you shat on a high school too. Remember? Accidentally. But yeah. it's not like I'm going to be telling people to go, yo, you really got to go like Oliver Ames <laughs> High School. That's the place. <laughs> like, nah. I've peed in a bottle many a time. Yeah, you got you to do what you got to do. I think it's interesting. I'm a little skeptical of it. Because, um, I don't know, I feel like not every, uh, I'm skeptical of it. I just don't think how they're going to make money to yeah. keep the app up and running. Somebody's got to code all this stuff. Right. I thought, okay, so I read this, and it was also interesting, like, the stance that the writer took. So they said, sure, the app might help a few workers in a few areas, but maybe an even better solution might be actually mandating restaurants and other facilities to allow gig workers to use their bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Or alternatively, building relief stands that are reliably access- accessible and clean for gig workers. So what, like porta potties? I guess. But like It just what? sounds like he's trying to say porta potties just in a more roundabout way. Yeah, right. More official. Yeah. Um But I feel like mandating restaurants to allow like how are you supposed to tell who's a gig worker or not? In some like homeless person? Yeah. And, like, mm. I mean, I feel like restaurants should have the ability to, you know, like, gauge whether they can allow people to use the bathroom or not. I know a restaurant. I'm not going to disclose its location or name, but where they allowed someone to go in and use the bathroom, and the person just ended up taking a hot one right on the, t- like, right on the floor, right when you walked in. So that's just uh nice. instance where like somebody who's just taking advantage and being awful just take a dump on your floor. Yeah. Somebody's got to clean it up. And then a lot of people like go in there and do drugs and that happens all the time too. I went to a restaurant and uh the person was just screaming in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you all right in there?" but they're just like screaming something. Yeah. Some stuff I can't even repeat on pod. <laughs> Some terrible things. So I don't know. It's definitely a ah, uh, it's definitely a problem out here with people using bathrooms for all different types of yeah ridiculous things. So I'm skeptical of this app. Uh, Me too. I don't um, understand how apps can get this far. Where like your so your whole basis is people using bathrooms in restaurants potentially, but while we're in a pandemic, yeah, for one. And then an epidemic for two. 
which in some, I guess, may be a pandemic, the opioid pandemic, so. A pistemic. I guess so. Whiz app here to save lives. A whizdemic. Yeah, I like it. I just piss on the outside. I just piss outside. on trees. Yeah, well, we have that luxury. Yeah. Females don't usually have that luxury. Yeah. Some do. I feel like it's fine. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. I think people should be allowed to use the bathroom outside. I don't think it's that serious. Yeah. I don't know. It was just funny to see that there's an app being developed for this. It's crazy how, like, like, we create... It was, yeah, people creating issues, you know? Yeah, like, like, people create all these apps for things that, like, shouldn't even be a problem. There was this British comedian. um, I forget his name or, like, what exactly the joke was. But he was like, well, so I'm a white, young, uh, young white man in, like, a middle class and shit and he's like mm-hmm. so naturally the only problems i have is i create myself mm-hmm. <laughs> well <laughs> and it's yeah. like pretty true yeah Just fucking yeah people creating issues that like don't even because exist. it's like so much where we create all these laws and whatever but like and self-governing but yeah uh it just gets pretty ridiculous but they in this article too thinks like the whoever wrote it is like, oh, these fucking gig workers need to piss when they can, you know, yeah. and everybody should be able to piss, right to piss. Yeah. You know? That's what he was saying, right to piss. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The amendment. He wants to make an amendment. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, people feel really strongly about this, yeah, I guess. Right? Like, that's news to me. It's weird. That is definitely news to me. It's a crazy world we're living in. Let me world. tell you. It's an evil world. I love it. Scary. Um, yeah, so other news with apps. Um, now if people heard about this, uh, that Apple's trying to create a search engine. Which is pretty interesting. Um, but Apple pretty much already does have a search engine. It's just not associated with like Google or Bing. It doesn't have an actual web page. Um, you can just only use it if you have an Apple device or you're an Apple customer. So I guess they're trying to take that to the next level and create a full on search engine. Uh, is there going to be a name for it or have they announced? Not yet. This is all stuff that like they're trying to create and set up. Um, but what's interesting is that Google was already in competition for a long time or, uh, in the wings putting a lot of money into Apple to keep it to keep Google as the default search engine on there. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, on their on their uh apps. Like Safari. Oh. On Safari, yeah. yeah. So uh so right now like mobile Safari like pretty much relies super heavily on Google search engine and uh a lot of analysts suspect that Apple benefits roughly 9 million 9 billion a year. Um, from keep from Google to keep uh, the search engine as the default. as the default search engine for Apple. Uh, but what the problem is is that a lot of people, uh, mainly the UK government, uh, the UK government's Competition and Markets Authority, um, believes that this is anti-competitive, which I also believe. Um, where Google can just pay a boatload of money to to stay as the default search engine on right. a bunch of Apple devices. Cause a lot of people don't even don't even think that Apple has such a massive market share of of devices. So if you have a default anything for Apple devices, you're gonna make a bunch of money. Yeah. So it's uh, I I definitely have to agree with the uh, with the competition and markets authority because it really makes it impossible for places like uh, Bing or other small time search is engines. Bing still around? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but that's the thing is just like Google just because on most devices Google is already the default 
And yeah. when you pick up your phone, it's the default on a, a bunch of Google, on a bunch of Android devices as well. Google's the default search engine. Right. For a time, like 10 years ago, Bing was at least trying to be on most Microsoft Yeah, I remember devices. that. Remember Ash Jeeves? Yep. <laughs> Jeeves is gone. Nah, Jeeves has seen dead. better days. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> seen better days. Yeah, that seems weird because it seems like they're, they have a good thing going already. Like, why would Apple... I mean, I guess Apple just wants to, like, yeah. monopolize everything. Because what's crazy is that that $9 billion that uh, analysts are suspecting, that's a... Because people just... Whenever people say, like, oh, well, we got a billion dollars for this, or, like, Apple spends $10 billion, these numbers are just, like... They're just so astronomically big, you just can't even think of... You just can't even think of... Like how you can't even understand it, no matter yeah. how you can't visualize a billion, you know? Right. But uh it's a lot. Yeah, I've seen a lot a bunch of different type of different types of uh uh ways to think about it for this specific question about how much money Apple is benefiting from this. Yeah. And a lot of times I've seen that because direct profits, that's nine billion in profits. Cause it don't it doesn't hurt. Apple. Apple doesn't have to change their devices to make yeah. Google the default search engine. So it's like, that's just straight cash. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, I saw recently, like, straight profit that Apple made was about $30 billion. So about a third of their general profit has been just from signing these deals year over year mm-hmm. with Google. So... I'm not really sure why Apple wants to mess with that. They must see something differently, think that they also have enough data to to rival Google or make some form of competition there. Maybe but Siri's been collecting data Siri's from definitely been... It, it and, has been a lot, but but not like Google. Google, like... Yeah. They're, the way that they generate... Um, they generate searches and data is just ridiculous. Cause yeah. Google, YouTube... So it is crazy how you can just like talk about stuff and then it'll show up on your yeah, Facebook. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you like I have a million, a billion other people who think similarly to you, and yeah. they've just had this idea recently, so you'll probably have this idea, right? And you're like, oh shit, like Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because people think, oh yeah, like they're listening to us. I was just yeah. talking about that, but the I algorithm, sort of believe that. The but what more accurately it is is that the algorithm is just so good at predicting what you are going yeah. to think and how you're going to act that it can give you things like that and then it's just so eerily weird like I was just talking about that yeah. like because you your searches and your data have just created such an accurate description of the type of person you are and things you're interested in so it's definitely. And interesting. Um, we get like a we both start getting ads on Facebook for Tony's Big Tables. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tony's Big Tables. Oh snap! Uh, hey, look, I don't mind it. I really yeah. don't mind. Okay, so I'm gonna just ask you a question, just based on these search engines and all the data yeah. and things like that. Do you find it a bad thing that there are these like prediction tools? that these massive companies have now or do you think that like how do you feel about it is it a good uh, thing bad thing i think it's like uh that's tough i mean i want privacy mm-hmm. and like the fact that all this monitoring shit's going on mm-hmm. and i'm like sort of not aware of it mm-hmm. or whatever sort of makes me like nervous about it mm-hmm. but i mean it is sort of just streamlining stuff because mm. it for me i feel like it does help yeah in a lot of ways or like thing you may find something interesting that you may have not ever just gone out and looked for right you know what i mean yeah that's true and it's also good for i mean i like the whatever you algorithm that youtube uses i I mm. like because I mm. like I will stumble upon, you know, funny shit or like entertaining shit to me mm-hmm. based on what I've watched in the past. And it's like not necessarily from the same creator or whatever. Mm. But I find like stuff like that is helpful to me. Mm. I've seen um, 
wish I could remember. One of the, uh, it was a YouTube um, software engineer. He was, he was talking on, on some talk show. I forget whose it was, but he was pretty much saying how, how YouTube's algorithm has created in such a way that it rabbit holes into pretty ridiculous YouTube videos where it will give you, it will recommend you a video that is completely outrageous and ridiculous just because it's more effective at gauging or at grabbing your attention. So these are videos like, uh, like religious videos or conspiracy theories or flat earth things. And those are just more effective at keeping people's attention. Yeah. So uh, one thing that's been happening was young girls were searching up dieting videos. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is that YouTube ends up recommending them something. And what they ended up recommending them is, uh, what was the word for it? It was uh, it was pretty much videos just glorifying anorexia to these girls. So it was targeting a lot of teenage girls searching up diet videos. But the thing that was most effective at keeping those girls watching the screen was anorexia videos. That's weird. Yeah, so it, the thing about it is that... Like, directly glorifying anorexia or just, like, anorexic girls looking it was, a certain way? It was videos... It was, like... It, was, it started with an S. It was, like, pseudo-anorexia, something like that. But it was pretty much just showing these girls these videos to make them see how successful these other girls were at being anorexic so it was kind of like it wasn't brainwashing in a way subliminal yeah and the thing is is like these ai systems that youtube google whatever are creating aren't bad they aren't yeah they aren't evil they're just trying to get things that keep your attention and Mm -hmm. most time things that keep your attention are negative things or things that most people may think are stupid, but actually affect a small, small minority of people, you right. know? Yeah. Cause who knows how many of those girls actually just end, ended up becoming even more infatuated with. Yeah. Stopped eating and turned to dust. Yeah. That's, and that's crazy. There's a lot of young girls like that. So sad. Yeah. I'm pretty indifferent on the whole, uh, search engines and things like that. But I think it's good that Apple's getting into this market. I think that there needs to be a little bit of, competition Another there com- competitor yeah like a lot of these big tech companies don't really have competition with one another you yeah know? google definitely needs like a some kind of competitor sort of, yeah because it's getting so big where it just has like a monopoly of information but then again apple's like got a monopoly on phones yeah it does so like i think uh, it's it's we're in a different world now who's gonna win google versus apple well now they're in they're gonna definitely be competing with each other Tech company basket bracket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. We'll definitely see where it goes. This is only the beginning. Hopefully, the governments can step in and try to help us out. But yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. All right, should we get into existential questions? Yeah, sure, 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 dude. Okay, let's take our breath. Let's do it. Okay. This week I picked a few questions. Yeah, Mike's uh, got the question these this week. Usually I'm the one. I have I have no idea what these questions are. Um so yeah, let's do it. I'm really excited. I've got three of them. I'm gonna see how they work out. Okay. What percent of your life do you feel truly alive? What percent of my life do I feel truly alive? Not a hundred percent, I'll tell you that off rip. Um You dead inside Z? Some days. Well not some days, probably some hours. Um Do I feel truly alive? Usually when I feel truly alright, I usually feel truly alive early in the morning after a difficult workout. 
uh, playing basketball, uh, dancing at parties, um, and hiking. So I probably do those things collectively about traveling to so things that i truly enjoy i probably do things that i absolutely truly enjoy probably about 30 percent of the time 35 percent of the time which that's good yeah i was gonna say i feel like that's actually generally high yeah that seems solid i feel like my i'd say for me i would say probably around 10 to 15 Mm. i feel like they're like just blips Mm -hmm. so like that kind of makes the number go down like if Mm -hmm. i have like a really like like someone says something or someone something happens like that's really funny Mm -hmm. and i like really laugh like that shit like that's how that's when i feel true like really really alive alive. and then also sort of like you've seen fight club have we yeah i've seen Fight Club. you know how he's uh when he burns his hand he pours the stuff. He pours the yeah. Well, it's in the kitchen. Yeah, I remember um, that. He pours it, the chemical on his hands, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, it's life visceral experiences." Mm. Oh yeah, and that I do shit. That. Like it does, like wake you up, and you're like, "Holy shit! Okay, I'm a human on this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you like feel I'm shit, actually you alive. know, if you feel like really excited or you get really scared, mm-hmm. all that shit. It's um, so weird though. I feel like people just live. So you said when you feel truly alive, and I feel like a lot of people are more in the lower percentages of feeling truly alive. If you're under 5%, that has to be depression. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Because like only 95% of the time you just feel like you're just <laughs> running through the motions Autopilot, and, you're, yeah, yeah, and you're just, just dead on the inside. Like. But I like... I feel alive when I, like, eat something really good, too. Yeah, I feel like you have to be higher than 10%. Probably more like 15. But I don't know. It's, like, hard to say now, too, with corona. Like, you can't really do that much. Yeah, because a lot of the things that I just said are I can't even do it anymore. Like, I said dancing and going out and, like... You can dance by yourself, but do you really feel... I think you, like... Feel dancing more dead. in a group, yeah. Dancing in a group, you feel great. Dancing yeah. alone, you literally feel like you want to blow your own brain. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go 15, I guess. Yeah. That's even ridiculously low. That's interesting, though. I know. I, I, don't I know. mean, I don't know. I like, cause think about how much time goes at work. Like, at do least you a feel third. Alive at work, really. I mean, like sometimes. Some but... days you see the right person at the job, you feel like you feel great. Yeah. But other days, you're just like, yo, this is really trash. Like, when I got those good tips and that woman was, like, hyping me up, like, mm-hmm. I felt alive then because oh, I felt, yeah. like, real, like, I felt strong, positive emotions. Mm. But, uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's tough. I feel, I really feel bad for people who just don't. Because there's somebody out there, somebody who's just maybe listening to this, who's just, like, I just feel terrible all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't feel alive ever. Like, I just feel like I'm just dust being blown in the wind. Some teen- Or a plastic bag. Some anorexic teenage girl out there. Watching these sick videos that YouTube's recommending them. Is it about to explode? Or no? <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Just I hope if you're listening away. to this, don't wither away, please. Don't wither away. Start eating don't, stuff. Don't. I had a conversation with somebody, and I was like, I was talking to them, like, hey, like, somebody i was telling them that because they were saying how nobody cares about them everybody hates them and they have no one in this world so naturally i'm telling them like hey like you shouldn't feel like that and there is somebody in your life you're just not giving that person the due that they deserve you know what i mean yeah because people think that all of their bridges are burned and nobody cares and that's why their life sucks but in reality, you just gotta sit. You just have to really appreciate those around you, right? Even though they're not perfect, but there's people in your life who do care. It's a good Definitely, question. I like yeah. that. Who will and that will help a lot. That will affect people's uh, opinions on how alive they feel. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um. Okay, next one is: How do you give yourself without losing yourself? 
give yourself this is a problem that i like this one because i've thought about this before and for me personally i'm not necessarily i probably won't be in a relationship for a while because i feel like it's almost impossible unless like you two understand that about each other so if i find somebody who understands that like where i can give you all of me and receive all of you but stay individuals you know what i mean that's why i feel like a lot of relationships happen where people just lose their individuality and then deep into their relationship they're like damn like who even am i like yeah how did i get here why am i in this relationship because they just lost who they were as a person i think you just have to respect the other side the other person enough to understand that so i feel like for me it would definitely be by setting up uh i wouldn't say boundaries but just setting expectations from the start that that you want to keep your individual individuality as much as possible yeah um that's a good point. Um, I never really thought about it like that. Um, I guess like a main thing is just, you know, practicing self care, mm. which um, is so weird. Everybody's like self care. It seems like it's mad. Uh, it's like trending now. Yeah, now but, it's uh, like trendy. Like oh, self care day. It's like trending to be depressed and like you mm. know. I don't like it. I just feel I hate all these trends because I just feel like they're like not sincere. Yeah, but um. Self-care is important. It is important. You know. It is important. It depre- like mental health issues can be definitely tough, and I feel like that would be like one of the main things that would cause you to lose yourself in a relationship. Mm. Um, just, you know, like low self-esteem or whatever mm. might be. Or like really, because a lot of people are just so uh, enamored with being in a relationship. Yeah. That they just give so much of themselves, and they just put they they uh they attribute their happiness to their partner mm-hmm. so it's like you they have base, to be like, like all this. of their happiness like yeah. on their opinion of you mm-hmm. and that's not healthy at all because no, you gotta you gotta love yourself and you gotta take mm-hmm. care of yourself mm-hmm. which is tough to find when people are just so looking for a relationship just so they can because a lot of people just want to be in relationships for the the end it's goal. like comfortable yeah and it's like, like oh i for females, a lot of them do want to get married. I'm not saying all females, but a lot of them do want to get into relationships so one day they can get married. They don't want to be the last one not married. You know what I mean? Or the one who doesn't have a boyfriend at the the holiday season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is definitely uh, something where you do got to take care of yourself before you can really get in a relationship, feel confident in yourself to be your own person. Shout out to John Legend. Mm-hmm. Which song are you referring to? I'll give you all of me. me. That's the one I thought you were talking about. All of you. Okay. Is that John Legend? It is. Okay. You're talking about Chrissy Teigen? Chrissy Teigen? Who's mm-hmm. that? It's his wife. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I get John Legend and Pharrell mixed up. <laughs> I never get them mixed up, but I'm sure there's many people who get them mixed up. Unless Pharrell's wearing his hat. Yeah, his little, then it's uh, easier to mm-hmm, to tell the difference. Um, is the world a better place with humans in it? Oh goodness, we always get one like this. I feel like, um, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Well, no, not even close. No, nah, I, I think don't even know if there's like a a positive a way to yeah. There is no positive. If to, we're just talking about humans and the actual, like, the functioning of the earth, yeah, then there's no real... Mm-hmm. I actually found this pretty interesting, too, where I think that the individual mindset of people is also affecting the general mindset where, as an individual, sometimes people just believe that the problems that the earth have or the problem that you have will just one day get fixed or that if you have a goal, you just believe that you'll get to that goal without necessarily even putting in the work to get there. Right. So I think that humans as a whole just believe that 
one day we're just going to be able to travel the stars and we'll be see like people will live forever and nobody's going to get sick anymore or X, Y, and Z or things yeah. that we believe is futuristic. But we actually have to work to get there. You know what I mean? Right. But it's almost like irreversible now, isn't it? It's close. We actually, the like the to where we won't be able to fix climate change, that's coming in the next couple of years. Like in the next 10 years, it's going to be unfixable. So yeah. there are things where it's helping, uh, like but it's just like minimizing, cars. you know, the inevitable sort of. But the thing is, is that we need to slow down. The because it's Everything. not yeah right now we just need to slow down how much carbon just we're putting into out, the air. Man. I know. Come on, Earth. It. I think that. But I was gonna let me finish this thought that. We think that we're just going to magically get there one day and travel the stars or whatever. But as of right now, we might not even get there. Like, we yeah. can't even take care of the planet that we're on. We can't even decide on simple things like like if the coronavirus is real or not. Or if, like, masks help or not. <laughs> or you know what I mean? fucking 5G is causing coronavirus yeah, exactly. go everywhere. Stupid things like that are distracting us. So, it, we're not... It's not a guarantee. Right. You know what I mean? It's tough. There's a common, um, there's a interesting theory that, uh, I think it's called the, the Hermy paradox where if we believe there's so many planets out there and there's so many possibilities for life that we should see more life. So that's the paradox and that they believe that sooner or later there's something that all other planets that have potential life just hit that they're unable to get over and it's um the great filter so the what so it could be anything it could be in many different forms but it usually just happens where maybe the 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 life finds some new form of technology and that form of technology just ends up killing off the planet before the life can even arise to interplanetary oh, travel. Oh, okay. So we could be at this fil- the great filter, yeah, humans, because we could be at that point with any new form of technology that may be ramping now could end up killing us off in the future. So it's not a guarantee. That's my main point is that it's not a guarantee. That's um, an interesting... Uh... Yeah, so we may paradox. Yeah, we may be able to. That may be an interesting one for the future. We can go more into it. Um, but yeah, just touching on it today. Today, the Hermy paradox. Um, yeah, really interesting. But yeah, I, I don't know if humans are. I'd I have don't to think just, they are. Yeah, I just have to say no. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, hopefully it's really bad. Hopefully that. I don't know. Sorry, Mother Earth. Mm. We'll try to be better. I think our generation and generations after us are more conscious of more conscious of climate change or uh, our effect on the planet. Yeah, but so think about just keeps like going. how many more people we have in our generation than past. Yeah, which is better though. That's good. I no, think that is like a positive. For, I feel like the people who aren't conscientious. Never known how to pronounce that okay, word. Okay, we got it. Well, I'm here. I'm um, listening. Is gonna like outweigh like the people that um, aren't are, you know? So you think that there's gonna be more people who aren't conscious? I just feel of... like the Earth is kind of fucked. Mm. I'm more positive. I'm not as pessimistic. I think that. Yeah. I think that with the right people who are creating change i think that it is possible if like the electric car thing like if everyone's driving electric cars and stuff that'll definitely be a big help Mm. um but i don't know if like that's gonna be before it becomes reversible Mm, irreversible yeah i've seen a lot of um people coming out with uh different ideas of how to help climate change and uh one of them was they would spray gases in the air once a year um i forget which gas it was specifically i'd have to look it up thoughts 
but yeah, something like that. <laughs> but it was pretty much just a gas that would collect more of it would block out more sun rays so that we yeah. slowed global warming. But the thing was is that if we ever stopped using this gas, the effects of global warming would be exponentially worse. Uh, they they a lot of people uh, uh, believe that the if once we stopped using these gases that the earth's temperature would raise by like 30 degrees in oh, 10 years which is like that would pretty much destroy the earth yeah burn away jesus yeah so it's definitely very interesting the mm. interesting stuff the earth humans effect on the earth yeah <laughs> Right, that would well, definitely then. be an entire episode if we did that. But yeah, I want to talk about that paradox later on. Though. Yeah, we can. At I think point. we'll maybe we can. Um, yeah, well, this is just the first part of the week, guys. So we see there we brought up a definitely an interesting idea. I think uh, we could possibly go on into in our next episode of the week. Um, yeah, because it's just so much information that we could definitely delve into for sure. Um. So those were my three existential questions. Mm-hmm. Nice. Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty good discussions. Good yeah, I think those are good questions for the week. I like them. Moving on, we got fruit basket bracket results. Mm-hmm. Take it away. Yeah, guys. So um, naturally, you know, we've been doing the uh, the fruit basket bracket. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, um, at Ezekiel Francisco. Uh, every few days, we've been getting um, closer and closer to the finals. Uh, right now we're avocados in, going strong sadly which i'm still upset about but yeah right Ooh. now we're um after this next group of uh fruit face off on the instagram we'll be into the semis uh yeah but a lot of different uh different things have been going on first off like mike said avocados have been going strong uh makes me pretty sad because they're annoying me because first in the first round avocados beat one of my favorites tomatoes which is ridiculous don't you love guacamole i do i do i All just right. think that tomatoes are underrated that's the yeah. only thing i think that avocados are overrated and tomatoes are underrated so it was a little annoying a lot of people have been messaging me too on like dming me saying that they're upset that avocados keeps winning so <laughs> really yeah they're like oh yeah like avocado sucks like fuck avocados for real i guess it's a lot of avocado haters out there i guess no they also agree with me that tomatoes are underrated avocados are just like i think it's just such a trendy thing that everybody's like, avocados avocados so <laughs> i'm still very spiteful of avocados i want them to lose <laughs> yeah. at every turn whoever they go up against i'm like most I haven't been ridiculously spiteful where I'll vote for the other just because, but if it gets to a point, I will. <laughs> right now, though, uh, watermelons are facing off versus avocados and mandarins versus apples. Uh, you guys can check that out. The polls are still open today. This uh, pod will be posted. By the time you hear this, though, you may not be able to vote, um, but we will see the results Uh in our podcast on Thursday. So if you don't get to vote, you can definitely vote in the next question on Thursday. Um, Yeah, but if watermelons don't be avocados today, I'll be very extremely spiteful of avocados. That's a tough one. I don't know who I'm going to vote for yet. I'm easily picking watermelons, even though I love avocados, but I got to pick watermelons. Aren't you allergic to watermelons? No, the watermelons are the only melons that I can uh, out of all of them because okay. they're different. It's not the same type of type of fruit. What about cantaloupe? Can't eat that. No cantaloupe, no honeydew. So glad honeydew. Much. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm missing all the like the ones that aren't the craziest important. They used to make me gag those ones kind of gross oh they're like real dense melons yeah mm-hmm. yeah Man. i'm really not into them myself i think i'm gonna go apples over mandarins though yeah apples and mandarins i think that was a tougher one for me than watermelons and yeah. avocados um because i love mandarins like they're definitely really good but i like apples versatility oh dang this is a really tough one yeah um, this is gonna be a tough week 
Yeah, because I think hopefully oh, I last can week tonight. Yeah, I could just think about this all <laughs> night. Because last week avocados beat pears, and that one was annoying. Yeah, I wanted pears to win that, that one. one. Made more sense than. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see today. I think. Uh, I think personally, watermelons have it. I don't think that avocados are going to give them a real mon- run for their money. But we'll see. We'll definitely see. It's been an insi- exciting bracket. Thanks everybody who's been voting. Um, yeah, when we conclude, we'll definitely give shout outs and uh, people who have been consistent voters. Yeah, through through and through. So, um, yeah, it'll be posted again for the next. Uh, the next segment of the fruit basket bracket by uh, this Thursday. So make sure you guys Ooh. vote in today. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think it feels like this was a slightly shorter pod. Could uh, be wrong. It was probably, it's the longest one, actually. Is it really? No, not the longest. Oh, but it is. Pretty oh, it's generally the same amount of time. Yeah. Huh. Um, cool. This was supposed to be like a quick test pod, but it ended up being yeah. like a full-fledged one, huh? Mm-hmm. Because we yeah. just fucking killing it out here. Pod yeah. 15, I'm about to cream. Yep, yep, yep. You heard him. You heard him. But, um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At DTMS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, DM mm-hmm. us with fucking whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different you know? questions or different ideas that you guys have. Things you might find interesting to hear on pod. Hear me and Mike talk about. Any um, feedback is welcome. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we'll see you. Or you'll hear us yeah. Thursday. Yeah, Next absolutely. Thursday. All right, guys. Peace.